0: Welcome in to the Fezzik Focus Podcast. A day late. I know, I know. It's a day late. Uh, we had an engineer in studio the other day working on some stuff, so we couldn't be in to re- record the pod yesterday, but we're here for you. I am A.J. Hoffman, joined as always by the great Steve Fezzik. Steve, how are you, man?
1: I am excellent. A lot of... Um A lot of stories here with it being the slow time of year.
0: Well, let's jump right into it. What's your Fez tale for today?
1: Fez tale, the shoebox full of chocolate and vanilla chips. So when I moved to Vegas, this is 2000. I've never
0: had a chocolate chip.
1: Chocolate Uh, chips, 5,000.
0: Never held one.
1: Brown brown chip, 5,000. Vanilla chips, (laughs) 1,000. Chocolates and vanillas. So I moved to Vegas with my buddy, the Midnight Cowboy. Yes, I called him that. Okay. He called me Fezick and You
0: didn't me. go like MC or something like that. No. Okay.
1: No. And he was quite actually a successful gambler, just couldn't handle the fluctuations, the ups and downs. Understandable. Lifestyle. One time slept in too late, had a super contest entry, week three, 015. oh and five. Yeah. No good. One time loved rice against Texas. Got the time start wrong. Rice won outright. I said, "What a great call!" He's like, "I didn't get my bet down. Forgot what time it started." So went back into the. He's an actuary. Went back into the insurance um, profession. Wound up working, staying in Vegas three years. Had a good time with them. But um, those were good times. Where I'm going with the shoebox full of chips is that security measures were not. We were not the A team when it came to this. <laughs> So one time, tell me
0: it didn't get stolen.
1: And no, nothing ever got stolen. It, it should have. So Dave Matthews comes over, a great blackjack player, and, uh, and
0: listen, a uh, famous singer.
1: Yes, <laughs> fly like an eagle, baby. Is that right?
0: No, I, no. That's wrong Steve. One. That, I think that's Steve Miller. <laughs> Dave Matthews is like crash into. You know, I, I, that might be wrong too. I don't know. Dave Matthew. The Dave Matthews Band is very. Who did funny.
1: Abracadabra? Who did that song? I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> The um, I like that song, "Black Panties with an Angel Face." So the I got I got off track <laughs> slightly. Uh, bottom line, so, so w- when we were making bets and we would just we'd have tickets and we'd have these chips and shoebox. You know, I had a big shoebox in my closet, and so I accessed the shoebox to go run over the Mirage and make some bets that you know Dave Matthews was and I were talking about. And he looks at the shoebox and his eyes grow as big as saucers, and I realize. This is not normal human behavior to have like six figures of chips and, and sports tickets just sitting in your closet in a shoebox where most people keep their baseball cards. And I got better security measures. Got got tucked those suckers away in um, um, harder to find places. One and security deposit boxes also.
0: Good call. Uh, all right, let's. We've talked a lot about your Seven Stars membership. And you're you've got a way where you can be you can feel like a Seven Stars member without being one.
1: I recognize half of my Seven Stars membership benefits, maybe not monetarily, but in terms of day to day operations, are just having the physical card. You don't even need to show your ID to get this access. All you need it's like the A team. You need to know someone who knows how to get a hold of Mister T and 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 the like, and they'll they'll bail you out of a tough spot. And having that seven stars card, number one, parking in Vegas has become a, a nightmare. Sure. So, so a lot of people got the Pearl card, sign up for the credit card MGM, and that gives you free parking at the MGM properties. But I got to tell you, the best place to park is the South Valet on Flamingo Road for Caesars Palace. That is the Stone Cold Nuts, and here's why. Um, it's seven stars only, and there's so few seven stars that when you park at that valet, they don't take it to some undisclosed garage and then Ferris Bueller's day off. Who knows what happens to it? And maybe you get it back in three minutes and maybe it's 15 when you come back out. No, it's right there. So boom, um, time is money. It saves you so much time to be able to park. Also, you what never, do you
0: t- what do you tip at that valet?
1: Five. Okay. Um, five is they're, they're perfectly happy with five, 10. I know 10 is, is, is a well above average because they always say, Oh, Thank you. Yeah. So I know ten is good and twenty is phenomenal. Um, but five is what I get. But would you tip five? That's I right. think
0: five seems fair, yeah.
1: Right, right. So um, but they're they're very much they're like, we need to see your seven stars card, all right, when you pull up, but they never ask for ID ever. So here's where I'm going. You don't need to be a seven stars member, you just need to have somebody's card and should you get called out on the carpet and they do ask for your ID. You show your ID, and then they half the men will say, "Fine." They won't even look. Um, And then you, um, if you're questioned by it, you just say, "Oh yeah, my buddy's inside. I'm meeting him." It it has always seems easy enough. Always works. And by the way, my Seven Stars card—the name is so faded, I can barely read it. Oh, perfect. So, um, needless to say, AJ. Here is your new Seven Stars card.
0: Oh, thank you. I will have a place to park on the Strip, and, and I'm skipping some lines.
1: I'm, yeah, you go into Starbucks, you know, there's a special Seven Stars line. They only ask for your ID if you're getting stuff comped, but you can cut the line just with the card.
0: That'll work for me. That will work for me. All right, let's talk about, you've got a theory here on how someone could become a billionaire.
1: Yes. Anyone
0: could become a billionaire. One more, one,
1: all you got to do is one thing. One more Seven Stars disappointment, Oh, free gym, gym membership.
0: Oh, that's to, a good thing. You get
1: to go to all the gyms at the Harris Properties and real quickly, and I was a little disappointed to discover this at, like, Caesars, at Rio. They've cut the staffing back so much, just walk in like you belong.
0: Post-COVID, they, the staffs are cut back?
1: Yes, you can just walk. There's not even a gatekeeper at the Rio and at, the, like, the Qua Spa, which is really nice at, at Caesars. Um, yeah, there's people there, but you just walk in. There's no, There's no doors to go through. You just walk into the gym. No one's going to say anything. It's a really nice gym. So, you got a free gym membership too.
0: I'll take it. I will take it. All right. Now, tell me how to become a billionaire so I can be a real seven stars guy.
1: Boom. You need $1,000. Okay. And you need to be able to hit 60%.
0: Oh. That's it. Well, the first part seems really manageable. The second part seems tough.
1: Um, it certainly is tough, especially against not props, but widely available lines in major markets. But here's the math you take $1,000. You bet 10% of your bankroll, a normally obscene amount to bet of your bankroll, 10% on your best bet each and every day. At the end of five years, you will be a billionaire. Or you'll be broke. 60%. Or you'll be broke. That's the thing. If you hit only 56%, you're going to go broke. (laughs) But if you hit 60%, you'll become a billionaire. And here's the beauty of it. The the order of wins and losses does not matter. You can lose 15 games in a row. So you bet 1,000, you bet 10% of the bankroll, you lose. Now you're at 900 you bet and you risk 90 you see where i'm going yeah. you, you resize every day and if you could indeed hit 60% what the math is on average every 70 days your bankroll doubles it's that easy so when you next time you hear someone say i hit 70% of my plays say well you're are you're a multimillionaire right and if they're not, then you can say... Well, they're doing prob- something wrong. You probably should, like, borrow a $1,000 and turn it into a billion because the math is I- indisputable.
0: Why haven't you done this yet? Because
1: I can't hit 60%. <laughs> Maybe on props, but a lot of the props... Um, the max bets on props are like three hundred. So when my bankroll got up to one hundred thousand, became very difficult to get ten thousand down. When the South Point gives me three hundred or now or zero, zero right now. now. Fu yeah. South Point.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you can't hit sixty percent, I'm just going to assume that I can't hit sixty percent. All right. Let's get an update on your CFL.
1: CFL seven and four year to date. Got the the octopus at the end of the Ottawa game.
0: Last What's week. the octopus?
1: That's the eight points. At the very end, fantasy. It, sa- fo- it
0: sounds t- it sounds like a terrible thing, but you're saying it's a good thing.
1: It, this was a good a good thing. So fantasy football, say the octopus is when you're obviously the the player scores the touchdown and then gets the two point conversion. Sure. So, but but it, it was the team Ottawa that got the eight, the eight point octopus, trailing by eleven, meaningless touchdown and a twenty. Uh, well, a, a three-yard con- two-point conversion in the very back of a CFL end zone that's like 50 yards deep, <laughs> where you get that somehow the dude got one foot down, second foot out of bounds, doesn't matter. It counts 34-31, so it shows the importance of getting at a number early. I bet a plus four, gave it to the clients, plus three and a half, closed one and a half, Ottawa loses by three, and that that's a big part of my edge. Big part of every sharp's edge is beating the closers. And here's an example where it absolutely mattered. So CFL seven and four do have a play. Did tonight.
0: you not play back the other way of that? Once it got down to one,
1: it um, circa went to pick. Okay, and I did. I did play back. So you double one. So I double one. So oh, was, look it, at it, you. The and oftentimes you hear people say. The truth is, is that pros win every year. My my friend Jared wins every week, every week in sports I'm Like, how is that possible? You know that they, I mean, pros go year a whole year losing. Well, they go year playing against widely available lines that they give out. Select plays. They um, a lot of times you just can't give out stuff that's like only at one book. Like, in, to use an example, I didn't win in the USFL, but I did fine in my own betting. Even though I was seven sure. and nineteen I have seven and nineteen. I'm up forty units for the year despite getting destroyed for, like, 30 units in the USFL. But, like, i bet against the Circa openers, and I'd play over 41, and they'd move to 43-and-a-half. They literally would move two, two two-and-a-half points off of one bet. And then, I mean, they they were the opener. And so then I'm like, well, I made it 43, and the total is 43-and-a-half, and and I played over 41. How is that going to help anyone, you know, at that point in time? But, you know, getting at the really good numbers is so important. And we saw that, you know, last night with Ottawa 31, BC 34.
0: (laughs) And if you want to get in on more of that, go to pregame.com and we've got something for you. For being a fine listener of this particular podcast, I'm going to give you a promo code, the code NFL 20, NFL 20. You put that in at checkout. You could get Steve's season long NFL. You could get his season long CFL. you could get his you could get everything Steve puts out for an entire year. You could get a daily package. I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend you go, you go big with Steve. Follow him for the year. Like he just said, he's not losing for the over the course of a year. Get down on that. Get yourself some money. Real simple. Put it in your uh put it in your cart. When you check out, use the promo code NFL20. 20% off anything from any pro at pregame.com. All right. You talked about how the Sports Center highlights and there's a lot of that or just the the news cycle with and obviously it's it's flying right now with the NBA free agency stuff being underway. You say it's bad for you as a better.
1: Yes, because I want to be focused on making really good bets on stuff that's going on today and or this week. So I want to be able to get the Ottawa plus fours and four and a halves on the openers in the CFL. I want to be able to take advantage of a Wrigley Field game going over when the wind shifts and the like. And if I'm doing all of my, uh, or a lot of work during the day, just following who is Kevin Durant going to go to and the like, and who, what team would he be the best fit with? Is he as good as LeBron James was? You know what? None of that puts food on the table. None of that will results in winning bets. Now that immersion makes you a better overall NFL or NBA handicapper, I do believe. But the bottom line is it's terribly poor usage of time, but it's necessary usage of time. If you do a national show and you're, and you're, and you're, you're a guest and you're an NBA expert, but you know what? Last time I checked, not a lot of um, headlines and news, Um, NBA, Yahoo sports, NBA expert, quits to bet sports for a living. You know? <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, it does not. And so because of that, I would much rather spend my time you know, chasing down really good bets versus just being a jack-of-all-trades and knowing what's going on in each and every sport, especially in the NBA when there's nothing to bet on other than you know who's going to win the title. And the, the really good bets that you can make, basically, yes, the second Kevin Durant signs for a new team— you know, if you get wind of that, yes, bet sure, that.
0: bet that. I, I mean, you got twenty to one on the Nets, which now ends up being a bad play. But toilet paper. But a day later, or like you know, Three hours later, it was eight to one. Yes. So you had at the time you had a good ticket when
1: Kyrie came back
0: to. the Yeah. Game. So, uh, so you can catch edges like that by following the news. But overall, I tend to agree with you. If you're a pro better, it's... Only
1: when the news breaks. It has to be... You've got to have it immediately. Yeah, it's a race.
0: All right, let's get into best bets, Fez. What do you got for us this week?
1: Let's go... Division wins, wins in division. I've got two best bets. Let's start. Let's start with the first one. The Minnesota Vikings. By the way, I know many of you just fast forward to the best bets on the pod. So, um, well, congrats. this is a
0: short episode. They're listening to the whole thing.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. They better but, be. but, Well, congratulations. You're going to get the best bets, but ha, huh, you're not going to get free parking. No, nope. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to get free gym membership. So, for all those who do listen to the entire show, thank you, Napa Mike. Um, now, Arizona Mike, thank you, Will Hill. Not the sports book. Okay, the guy that does the New York City. But thank
0: you. Yeah, CityCast. thanks to them for listening. If they listen every week. Thank very you very sharp. much. Very,
1: very sharp guy. We appreciate both of those guys and everyone that's listening. Absolutely. The um, Minnesota Vikings. If they were, let me ask you this: If they were in a division, and there's only three teams in the division, we're going to assume the Lions have been uh, relegated, like in soccer, you know, to um, being and to become part of the USFL. All right. Okay. So if we had, if we had Chicago, Minnesota, and Green Bay. Will only play four division games. Um, the Vikings. What should their over under be? Two and a half, or right around there. Like no, no. I, no, no, no so they're going to play Green Bay. Right. Who's much better? And they're going to is play Green Bay much better than Minnesota better, at this dude. point? So Green Bay's an eleven for season wins. Minnesota's a nine. Okay. I and guess I, Chicago's a, Chicago's heading to a six.
0: Because I was thinking I'd give them like point point eight against Green Bay, and one okay. point four. Against Chicago,
1: certainly higher than two. The, the it, 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 well of, over two. Yeah, yeah. The chance of sweeping Chicago is higher than the chance of being swept. That's excellent. So two. I like that. So two point. We're gonna give them two point two wins. Okay. So we'd say over two with the vig, and then. But now they they pick up Detroit. Okay. So but they've got to
0: be again close to one and a half.
1: All right. So we'll call it one point three. So we're at three and a half. So, yeah. So three and a half is the right number. The Vikings Agreed. should be right around three and a half. Well, it's three. So that doesn't sound like a big difference, three versus three and a half. It's an enormous difference because the Vikings aren't going five and one and they're not going two and four in division. They're probably going to go three and three or four and two in division. And you can play over three. I see it as a bet. You're either going to push or you're going to win. So over three wins, Minnesota Vikings. This is available at... um, uh, William Hill we keep saying that uh, slash Caesars okay I, I never know which one to call them you know they call them both so. I think they're
0: they're branding now as Caesars
1: yeah. so it's Caesars uh play play over three Minnesota Vikings the light last time I checked the big minus one sixteen um uh, by the time his pod drops it'll probably be minus minus one fifty. so that, okay. that's best bet number one best bet number two Atlanta Falcons where would you set the Falcons division wins <sighs> by the way, let me say for the entire season, they're supposed to win four and a half games.
0: Yeah. So the Falcons, I, I think you're you're talking about when you go against the Bucks, you're you're giving them maybe 0. .25, I think, generously. Uh, I think the Saints, maybe you get a half. The Panthers, you probably get just under one. So it should probably be set somewhere below two.
1: Exactly. Below two. Should it be as low as one and a half? I'm not sure. But below two, clearly. Well, you can get the Atlanta Falcons, worst team in the NFL. Are they? Apologies, Chicago Bears. Tied for first team in the NFL. Oh, a Apologies lot of people confident about Texans. the Texans, I was going to say. <laughs> All right, call it a three-team race there. Um, we're going to play under two wins, Atlanta Falcons, and we're getting plus money. We're getting plus money on something that, cheaper, okay. that should be minus money. Um, people say, well, how – how can you be sure you're going to win every year when you're betting sports? Because we're betting things like this that, like, I mean, I mean these bets, there's so much product out there with the games of the year, weeks one through 18, and division wins, and, and college football, like USC matched up against the Rams, who's going to win more games. I mean, it's just like it, – there's so much product that the books just can't get them all right. Here's two clear mistakes. We're going Falcons under two plus a dollar ten. Again, this is available at Caesars. You get your Caesars rewards points, and know what those Caesars rewards points turn into? A seven stars a card. Seven stars card, or more importantly, you know, a diamond card is very easy to achieve in um, at um, if, if if you're a somewhat um, large sports better. Diamond okay. easy because you got to get like I'm. A, I got seven stars in four months, in three months, excuse me, and. Yeah, a little less than three months. And to get the seven stars, you need seven times more points than the diamond. You see where the seven comes from? I
0: see that now. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. That is going to do it for the Fezzik Focus podcast. Uh, We, Like I said, we'll be back on normal schedule next week. Uh, And we appreciate you guys listening. Tell your friends. We've got the MLB pod, the golf pod on the same feed, the Dream Preview on the same feed, obviously. And uh, coming in August, we're going to have a European soccer pod with Griffin Warner and Mackenzie Rivers that's going to lead you up into the World Cup. I would
1: not have bet that would be the battery for any pod anytime soon. And so here
0: they are. Griffin's long done, before, he's, before he was working with us here, he's long done his own European soccer podcast. And McKenzie was like, it, 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 McKin- it's McKenzie's second favorite sport behind the NBA. I didn't realize that until I started talking to him about, hey, who, I'm trying to find a couple guys for a soccer pod. His eyes lit up like the guy who saw your shoebox full of chips. So uh, it, that'll lead into the World Cup. Dave where
1: Matthews gave me this look like... like- <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Exorcist, in my head had spun around 360 degrees when he saw those all those chips in there.
0: Where even non-sports betters or non-soccer betters are going to be betting the the World Cup. That's what uh, that's the when the Casuals come through. So we'll try and have you prepared for that. Uh, but we again, we appreciate all of you listening, and uh, you know, stick with us, man. And we'll we'll be back into football before you know it. All right, for Steve Fezik, I'm AJ Hoffman. We will talk to you next week.